Welcome to the Court to Corporate Podcast. I'm your host, Kirby Porter. On this show, we sit down with current and former athletes to discuss their personal playbooks and dive deeper into how it has translated into success and lessons outside the game and in the business world. You can find this podcast on your favorite streaming platform or at courttocorporate.com. Court to Corporate is all about amplifying the journey of athletes in corporate America and showcasing how your athletic influence can serve to build your path. Stay up to date with more content and perspectives across all of our social platforms. These will be linked in the show notes or they can be found on our website. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get started. All right, welcome back. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Before we get started, quick reminder, our recruiting season series will be kicking off in next week's episode. It's September 10th as I record this right now, and honestly, I just remember how crazy it was and how things escalated so quickly as soon as you get back on campus. It's like preseason starts and there's a networking event before the first day of September can even hit. And I know it's even crazier for fall athletes, so I've always had so much respect for you guys. Really wanted to take this opportunity and unique point in time to sit down with two former athletes on this show that have been on both sides of the game. We're sitting down with two fellow former female Ivy League basketball players that are now growing their careers in HR and talent acquisition. So they have the expertise in knowing what matters at the next level and are really able to showcase and tell this story through insights from their experience. So stay tuned. More to come next week. All right, continuing with our Q&A. So I wanted to dodge this question of what my favorite interview was, but here we are. So to answer this, I actually started with just spending a few minutes scrolling through the episodes, staring at the titles, and realizing that for the most part, these titles are really what I've been able to take away from each of our guests. And I really just think that speaks to how each person that has come on the show has shared their journey with intention. And it's just been in a way that's impactful to me and is to others. So shout out to all of you guys that have been on. And with that, I will stop being neutral. So I'm actually going to answer this with what my favorite message was. And it came from the Channel Your Inner Diddy episode with Marlon Beck. I am biased because I love Diddy, but what I love about this episode with Marlon is that what it boils down to is that there's really opportunity at each chapter for athletes, but it begins with how you maximize on it within a specific point in time. So for example, with Marlon, it began with the conversation with a mentor while at Binghamton of this school is using you, what are you going to walk away with? I think through each phase that we go through in this episode from so from his four years to his internships at Nike and the Big Three and NBPA to Georgetown Sports Masters program and now being full-time at Under Armour, the way he leveraged his platform while in Jersey at Binghamton kind of had a snowball effect in terms of what he learned with each step and how he grew his network with each step and the opportunities that came with. So the takeaway here for all athletes is that the opportunity is in the now, 
maximize limit and you will see effects beyond those four years. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. If you're an athlete, current or former, former within a few years, I'd say, listening to this right now, you've probably heard of Teamworks. If you're not, Teamworks is the leading athlete engagement platform. Their app and software. So what's up? Thank you for joining us, Trey. You're welcome. You are in North Carolina. You are entering year two at Teamworks. How has it been? How's the first year? Um, The first year was great. A lot of learning curves. Um, as expected, going into my first corporate job. But all in all, I'm definitely excited that um, I chose Teamworks and the Teamworks Academy as my first job out of college, for sure. Absolutely. And that's what we'll talk about a lot today. Um, so let's get started. So just tell us about yourself. Tell us about your journey to where you are now with Teamworks and your background being born and raised in North Carolina. We'd love to just hear about that. Got you. So just a little bit about myself. Uh, I'm probably Every athlete can relate to this. I started playing football when I was five years old. And honestly, when I started playing, I I was a natural on the field. But it wasn't really until I got older into high school that I realized what football could do for me and my future and what kind of doors that it could open. Um, So in high school, I started taking it seriously and really just wanted to get a scholarship out of high school to go to college and make sure my parents didn't have to pay for school. And, And that's exactly what I did. Um, once I got my scholarship, I went on to Gardner-Webb University and D1, um, D1 collegiate football FCS level, went there and I sailed on the field and, and I sailed academically as well. And it's really set me up to where I was now without, without football, honestly, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I just kind of owe everything to that, to the sport, to be honest. Love to hear that. Let's talk about Gardner-Webb. So you're beginning your career in sports, but let's backtrack to when you're a freshman entering campus. Did you know that at the end of your four years, or I guess the five-year horizon because you did um, your master's at Richmond, but did you know that you wanted to start your career in sports? Um, Actually, no. So going into Gardner-Webb, believe it or not, I wanted to be a nurse. I wanted to go into the nursing school. Yeah. (laughs) I wanted to go into the nursing school, um, but it wasn't short thereafter when I got into college that, Division one athletics and the rigors of nursing school just didn't really match. Um, I talked about like just just the workload, the schedules, or, yeah, yeah, the schedule, mm-hmm. um, just the workload of the nursing school, and you can't really those those classes and those mm-hmm. core classes were set at a time, so it's not really you can fix your schedule to match your athletic schedule. At least that's how it was at Gardner Webb. Um, so I talked to my coaches about it and we realized that it probably was not going to be a good fit. So um, once I realized that, I took a lot of core classes my freshman and sophomore year, then finally chose uh, sport management as my major. How did you land that decision? Was it, guess I can kind of venture on this path on the other side too, given what football had done for you, or had you like seen examples on your team? Like how did you step into that process? Yeah, so I had a lot of, Um, teammates that were doing the sport management major as well. And they just told me um, great things about it. And and the advisor and who was um, the leader of the program there. And naturally, I just love sports. 
And I think sport yeah. brings the best out of people. I think competition really can bring the best out of anyone. So it was kind of a no-brainer. It's like, why not try to have a career in sport if that's something that I'm passionate about and something that I love? So um, I chose sport management and ran with it. Talk to us about your decision to use your last year of eligibility. And, you know, after that, after your or within your last year at Richmond, what did you do within that year to really maximize on it and use it to your advantage? Got you. Um, the decision actually to, to use that fifth year was, it was kind of a tough decision for me to make. Um, my last year playing in Garden whereby I ended my season with a pretty bad concussion. So, yeah, so I was just kind of on the edge. It's like, is it worth to keep playing football? Um, is, is, am I healthy enough to do it? And I sent my film out just to see what kind of feedback I would get. And Richmond came. Richmond came calling and a few other schools came calling. And I ultimately chose Richmond. And I chose Richmond. Uh, first, they have a great football program and the pedigree of Richmond on the FCS level is is very great and the, the tradition that they have. And then secondly, their academics is great. And I just knew adding that to my to my resume would only boost me up after after college. So all in all, I'm happy that I chose Richmond. Um, while I was there that year, um, going back to the injuries as well, my first year, well, the first game at Richmond, I tore my meniscus. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, actually running down on, yeah, I know it's stuck, mm-hmm. but so tore my meniscus the first game of the year. Um, I was actually able to rehab, um, had surgery, um, the week after was able to rehab and I did finish out the season. You so I back? did finish out the season. <laughs> yeah, I came wow. back. I came back. Oh, wait, yeah. what is, hold on. What's the timeline for a meniscus? Cause I tore, I guess I, I tore my ACL and meniscus. So like that's a goner, but what's uh-huh. the oh, timeline for just oh, yeah. meniscus? So I had two options. It was either get like a um, a corrective surgery or just a scope. Mm-hmm. And the doctor framed, it. yeah, the doctor framed it and was like, "What do you want to do? Do you want to finish out the season or do you want to be out for the season?" And just me knowing that, like that was my last yeah. year, I I had to finish like, I gotta out. Tough like, it I out. <laughs> yeah, right. I couldn't go out sad. Like I just could not do that. Um, so I took the scope route. And but I I knew that it was kind of, it was gonna be a um, you know hard as far as physical therapy and, and training and stuff like that. But being a grad student, I only had one class at night, so I lived in the training room, you know. Right. And so I was able to come back. Mm-hmm. Did you your concussion your senior year while at Gardner Webb? Did that have you out the whole season? It had me out the last six games of the season. Got it. And so that's how you had the extra year. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. I. Honestly, I would have toughed it out too. <laughs> like you did not come that far just to sit out after the first game. So I hear you on that. Exactly. So you did sports management while at Gardner Webb, and so talk to us a little mm-hmm. bit about what you studied at Richmond, and you know, did you feel it was complementary to what you the skill sets that you gained in your sports management degree? So in Richmond, I did the human resource management grad school program there. Um, I don't think it complemented anything that I learned in sports management. To be completely honest. <laughs> Um, but, hey, <laughs> yeah, but that was just the, the program that would fit well with the athletes and the football team and the schedule for football. Um, mm-hmm. th- there really wasn't, a honestly, there wasn't really a choice for me to make. It was, Hey, we got this program, human resource management, we'll pay for it. 
yada, yada. And I was like, I was sold on the free education, just continuing, just putting something on my resume. Um, I do wish that there was was an option for me to maybe do MBA or something that I think would have really um, helped out with my sport management degree to make my resume more centralized. But in the long run, when I looked at it, what what company doesn't have HR? So I looked at it in that mindset. Um, I wasn't really interested in HR, still not interested in HR. Um, but I took the program and ran with it. The the best thing that came out of that year for me was really just me networking. Um, with that injury, the meniscus that we talked about, I, I realized that, that this was it for me for football. I wasn't going to the NFL. I wasn't going on to play anything after college. So then I just realized, like, hey, what are you going to do after this is over? So I networked like crazy, just tried to, get my name out there to any and everybody that I could speak to and just telling them what I was interested in, what my skill sets were and how could you help me and how could I help you? So that was the best thing that I got out of that year at Richmond for sure. Your senior year at Gardner Webb, had you, were you going through the job recruiting process or had you known like early on in your senior year that you were going to use your last year of eligibility? I knew I was going to use that last year eligibility, whether it, whether it be at Gardner Webb or somewhere else. So, completely honest, I didn't wasn't even thinking about jobs. That never crossed my mind of what was I going to do after that year, um, and that's a little naive of my of myself, but it just never crossed my mind. Was it just the trigger of injury that kind of propelled you into that thinking process, or was it? also a thing of time right like you're now you know it's your last year like it's confined <laughs> you see the end yeah. date is that kind of what got that process going yeah it, it was it was a little bit of both but definitely yeah. having that set date is like hey your lease is up on this day <laughs> so what are you going to do is either sink or swim start thinking yeah it's about either it. sink or swim at that point start so it's, about it's how am I going to put myself in the best best spot to continue to grow and and to succeed after college. So it was definitely the end date for sure too. Yeah. And talk to us a little bit about, you know, you mentioned you just started networking like crazy. Mm-hmm. Where did you start? Like you you had only been there for a year. Mm-hmm. How did you know, you know, who to go to first, what professors to reach out to, mm-hmm. who like where in your network did you start with that? Honestly, I started with donors who donated to the football team. Um, I knew they would have connections, obviously, and, and connections in high places. So I started there just emailing them, hey, I uh, play on the football team. This is what I'm interested in. Do you have anyone that can help me out? And I went from there. And with that, I was able to meet a lot of other people in Richmond and just going to events, just showing up. Just I really stepped out of my comfort zone, honestly, because like, I was there for – just a short year and I had to do a lot of things on my own and just jump out and meet people. But that was the only way that I was going to be able to build my network and ultimately find a job or find an internship that I really wanted. Exactly. I think it's so easy. And I've mentioned this before, like that, that process of like information gathering and like doing all this research on your own and applying through the dark holes on the web portals and web on, you know, companies' websites. But it really is a matter of just talking to people about it. I just told someone this yesterday, like, 
you just need to, you know, talk to people in the industry that you're interested in, talk to people that have been there, see how you can help them, how they can help you. And that's really how you're able to kind of step into or just begin to understand what's right for you. Right. Through learning through other people's experiences, right? Like you just have to put the conversation out there. So that's awesome. Right. Um, so let's talk about Teamworks. Um, okay. Let's start with the product and then we'll, we'll talk about your process to the company. But tell us about Teamworks. What is your product and who do you guys help? Okay. Um, if there's any athletes listening, which I'm pretty sure that will be, um, they probably... I hope they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nine times out of ten have heard of Teamworks. Um, um, at Teamworks, we're the leading athlete engagement platform. Our CEO is a former athlete, actually played football at Duke University. Um, so we're really built by athletes and for athletes. Um, our software and app makes everything easier for elite teams and elite athletic departments. So what our app does and our software does helps teams from scheduling, communication, sharing files, and managing their travel. So if you think about a football team, there's <laughs> – there's maybe close to a hundred players and that's, that doesn't even count. So you got a hundred players plus support staff, donors that may be traveling or anybody else who travels. So our platform and app helps them put all those moving pieces together to make everything move transition and move um, smooth as possible. Um, like I said, probably nine times out of 10, you've heard of teamwork. We work with over, over in 2100 division one teams and professional teams that use our app. So I think it's a great thing. I didn't have Teamworks while I was in college, but just me working there now, I wish I did. (laughs) Yeah, I wish I had. so mad. (laughs) I was on your website, and I was like, this would have solved so many problems. (laughs) I'm like, you know, the beauty beauty of technology. Um, So you just mentioned the reach is massive. 19 mm-hmm. out of 10 athletes today, not, you know, not me, or you, we just missed the curve, but you know, the, the reach is growing. It's massive. You're across D1 professional teams, athletic departments at the core of it. What is the company's mission and how, how do you guys see that staying central to the product as it continues to grow? Right. So the mission of Teamworks is to engage and empower athletes and, like I said, the CEO is a former athlete himself, and he came up with this this idea because he was always late to meetings or he would miss important messages. So he took his his experience as a student athlete to grow this company to help athletes empower themselves because he, he really believes that athletes are the future of the world. He believes if an athlete is empowered and has confidence, they can do anything that they – put their mind to. So as, as we grow, like we are a startup company, we've been, we've been in um, a company for nine years now. We're kind of on the tail end of the startup, but we still consider ourselves as a startup. But as we continue to grow in the industry, as long as we keep um, the athletes centralized, and that's the main thing, I think we will always be an industry leader. Keep the athlete at the center, 100%. Um... So tell us about your journey to Teamworks. I'll just, I'll let you run away with this one. And that goes back to me being at Richmond. Like I said, I networked like crazy as soon as I got there. Um, so I met this guy by the name of Jonathan Mayo, and he runs an, a marketing firm there in Richmond. And through a connection of his, I was able to learn about Teamworks. But the only, the only way he put me on Teamworks was 
I was working with the football camp in Richmond. Uh, Michael Robinson played for the Seattle Seahawks. He does a annual football camp because he's from Richmond in Richmond. So I was working the football camp and the football camp had wrapped up and I had been out there for about I'm like five in the morning. And I think we wrapped up at like six in the afternoon. So it was a long day for me. And one of my, one of Jonathan's colleagues and one of his good friends saw the work that I put in throughout the camp. And even when it was over, I stayed after to clean up, to throw away trash and just make sure that we left the field presentable. So from there, he kind of saw my character and like the kind of person I was in my work ethic. And once he heard that I was from Durham, North Carolina, the same place where Team Works headquarters is, he basically just put a good word in for me there because he knew um, one of my colleagues that works there now. And he said, hey, I heard about the Team Works Academy. I think this would be a great opportunity for you. So I went ahead and applied, and the rest was history from there. Love that. So tell us about the Academy. What is the program? So the Team Works Academy is basically – a program to bridge the gap between athletes and the corporate world. Um, if you're anything like me, I, I didn't have an internship while I was in college. Um, I just didn't have the time to. As a football player, the summer, we were mandatory to go to summer school. And that was really the time where you got ready for the upcoming season. So to be completely honest, our coaches kind of frowned upon um, internships during the summer. Um, because they wanted you on campus working out and getting ready for the fall. Um, so the Team Works Academy is really just a six-month six to 12, a six to 12 months program just to teach athletes business acumen um, and how to just grow in a corporate space and how to get natural in a corporate space. It is a full-time salary position with benefits for those six months to 12 months that you're in the program. So some people might hear the word academy and think it's an internship or um, maybe not a paid a paid deal, but it is a full-time job. And I think it's great for every athlete. Um, Team Rose Academy is something that's really helped me out a lot, for sure. Yeah. So in that six- to 12-month program you just mentioned, it combines both the foundational, you know, personal and professional development. It has the skills and the hands-on work. But – can we talk about the personal development aspect of it? Like, were there yeah. trainings, working sessions, um, you know, speaker engagements? Like, what what did they do while you were yeah. in the academy to, to kind of develop that aspect? Yeah, and the that's one of my favorite things about the, being in the academy was really the the personal growth um, because you do come in with I'm gonna keep it in sports terms. You do come in with a recruiting class, so. Mm-hmm. I came in with six other individuals in the same in the same space of their life that I was. We just graduated, former athletes. Now it's like, what do we do now? So just having that kind of relationship with 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 like-minded people that were going through the same thing was was tremendous, and it really helped me out a lot because it's like I'm not going through this alone. We can relate on so many other levels. This is new to me. This is new to y'all as well. So let's attack this. You know, let's attack this journey together. Um, so that was great for us. So they would every Wednesday where we had we called Optimum, and we would meet as a as an academy class with another colleague of ours, and he would teach us how to 
manage stress. They taught us how to meditate. Um, they provided this app called Headspace. I don't know if you've heard of Headspace um, for meditation. Yeah, so they provided that to us and just taught us how to meditate. Um, they taught us how to find a workout and a diet that would fit with our new lifestyle as being ex-athletes. Um, just a lot of things like that that people really don't think of, but it really helps you out when you're transitioning to what we call the quote unquote adult life. So um, it was, it was great. And the personal growth was, was tremendous for sure. Absolutely. And I mean, obviously this show is, is a lot about um, career development and how your athletic influence can, can serve to build that path and, and your individual narrative, whatever it may be. But as these conversations continue, it's just so clear, like, what the the personal aspect of it like like the self-care is equally as important and that's honestly half the battle like when you come out and like you have a whole new schedule like for four years you were used to tuesday wednesday 7 p.m monday wednesday friday 2 to 5 p.m practice like you had your routine and you're stepping into a completely new just you know ways of working and with that it does come a lot of adjustment with like your diet and when to work out and like those things it's it's still an adjustment as well even beyond just your working life and it all just kind of ties together so that's awesome to hear that they focus on a lot of those things as well um you you mentioned you know as you were on scholarship in the d1 program internships are kind of frowned upon. You weren't really able to experience that while in undergrad. So coming into Teamworks from a professional development perspective, going in, was there anything that you were like, I'm really looking to grow in this aspect? Or was it you're, you know, just completely new to you? It was completely new to me, honestly. Um, completely new to me. Like I said, I never had an internship in a corporate space. Um, so never dealt with Excel or I dealt with PowerPoints, um, obviously, just because I was in school doing presentations. Um, never really. You, you have your school email. Well, I had my school email, but never really emailed anyone. Um, so I didn't really know how to properly email someone. Um, didn't really know the difference between business and business casual. So I really came in there, honestly, just just as a sponge, like just teach me, teach me, teach me. Honestly, that that was really my mindset. Um, the biggest thing I wanted to gain from the academy was just the confidence. Because as an athlete, I was always confident in my abilities on the field. I I I knew that I put the work in, and on Saturdays I was knew I was confident of what I would do on Saturdays because I put that work in. But when I go to the corporate space, this is a totally new realm for me. So. I'm not confident. I'm, I may shy away in a meeting. I may not speak up in a meeting because I don't have that confidence yet like some of my colleagues may have. But if you ask me a question about film, coach, yeah, I know exactly what's going on because I'm confident in that. So that was the biggest thing I wanted to gain was just confidence because I believe with confidence, I mean, you can do anything with that. And you can really, you can really let your traits and, and your natural traits show once you gain that confidence. So that was huge for me and, and definitely I, I've gained that confidence. And now I, I walk in the office like, yeah, I belong here just like everyone else. I love that. It's that's such great perspective to, you know, kind of place confidence as the starting ground and letting that be the springboard for 
for what your impact is in the workplace, right? What what did it take you to get over that hump? Was it a moment? Was it a mentor? Was it mm-hmm. a month into the, like, you know, just talk to us about that. Um, when I really began to, to gain my confidence was, so they, they really do push you in the academy. Um, there were times where I had to do public speaking. Um, mm-hmm. So so we, we have a lot of committees that come in um, to teamworks and we show the office around. So we have um, a baseball committee, a basketball committee, football committee, where we bring in director of operations from um, a top number of school, SEC, ACC, anything you could think of. And so I had to basically give a presentation to the basketball and softball. I'm sorry, the baseball and softball committee, leadership committee that came in. Mm-hmm. And it was then where I, I gave my speech, I gave my spiel, and the feedback that I got from all my colleagues and coworkers um, that were there and heard me speak, that's when I really gained confidence. And so after that speech, my manager approached me to go to Texas. So they flew me out to Austin, Texas for the Black Student Athlete Summit. And from there, that's a three-week, uh, sorry, a three-day um, summit for college athletics, especially for um, African-American athletes. And so they wanted me to go there and then report back with, with the lunch and learn um, to the company about what I learned there. And just for my manager to trust me enough and have the confidence enough that I will be able to go there, gain everything I need to gain, and then report back to the company. Maybe in front, I had to speak in front of 100 to 110 people of the company just for her to have that confidence in me really just built my confidence up even more. So um, it was was just a great overall experience. Yeah, I love that. Um, So in addition to the, you know, trainings that you had, you were also enrolled at the time of the the six to 12 month program. Can you talk about the work that you were doing? Yeah. So during that six months, 12 months, you are a CSA. Uh, customer support associates. So what we do, essentially, we just, we work on data uploads. So we upload classes manually for all the student athletes. Um, they are sending Excel sheets and we upload that into our, to our database. Um, we upload forms that can be converted for electronic signatures. So we work with that. And anytime a customer has any technical issues with the app or with the platform, we work directly with the, our engineering department and our product department to make sure that we iron out any issues with the app and the platform. So essentially we're the first touch point for um, our customers if they need anything um, with the app or if they need any data, anything uploaded. Got it. So I I have a question. I was thinking, Mm -hmm. you know, I think there's like two adjustments to, to what, there's two adjustments when you, when you begin your career, it's like the technical Mm -hmm. aspect of it. Like, the foundation and the core of what your work is and, and what your role was in those six to 12 months. And then there's a mm-hmm. cultural adjustment, which sometimes I feel can be a bit more challenging. What, right. which one was, which one was harder for you to adjust to? Like, was it learning your role or was it just learning, mm-hmm. you know, this, this new world for you? Like what was the biggest challenge and, um, you know, what did it take for you to get over that? Um, definitely the culture. The culture is mm-hmm. definitely different. Um, I would say, I, I say the culture because for one, you're, you're working with 
with individuals who are not all your age, which which was different for me. Obviously, on a, on a, in college, you're all in the same age, and now you're working with people that may have two kids, three kids, four kids. And now, how do you kind of relate and not even relate, but how do you how do you work together with someone who's just a little older than you are, just a little more experienced in what they do than you are, and that just goes back with, with confidence as well. Um, so the the culture was was different. And how do you how do you act in in a corporate space? What conversations are are not allowed? What do you joke about? What do you say? What do you laugh about? Mm-hmm. How much do you talk in the office? Uh, <laughs> do I wear my headphones in here while I'm working? Just things like right. that. But let's <laughs> research. yeah, it's, it's it's little stuff like that that you you may not know. But the culture at Teamworks is, is great. Um, it's, it's a real, it's actually a laid back environment. We have no dress code. Um, I wear jeans and sneakers every day if I, if I please it's a to. Beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love it. But I would definitely say the culture. Yeah. So at the end of the program, um, you either join the customer success team, I believe, or the collegiate sales team. So which side are you on now? So I'm still with the CSA program right now. Just okay. because, so there, so I, we are a startup still. So you are, we do have to wait for our sales and and for our company to grow for there for there to be positions to be opened. So once a position is open, they frame it where you can apply. You apply to it, and then you interview for it, and you may or may not be selected for it. So it's all really up to how you how you've used those six months or twelve months and how people feel about you in that company for you to move up. So it, it's really on you. Um I did I did have a sales job that I was gonna take, but for me at that time it just didn't feel like something that I wanted to do. because um, I know sales is something that you have to be passionate about. And I just didn't think I was passionate about sales and I didn't want to take the job and then find out that that's not something I really wanted to do. I didn't feel like that would be um, that would be fair to the company or to myself um, because I really feel like you have to be passionate about what you do. A lot of people say athletes have this 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 crazy work ethic. Um, they put in so much hours and they're willing to do whatever they they have to do to succeed. But yes, that's true. But I feel like as athletes, we were we were we did that because we were passionate about our sport. Like that's something that we truly love to do. So I don't think that's really inherently something that comes out of you unless you're passionate about what you do. Cause if you're not passionate about what you do, why would you put that extra work in? Why would you go the extra mile for it? So I didn't want to do something that I was not passionate about. Um, so I'm, I'm still waiting to, to um, find that in teamwork. And I, I'm pretty sure I will. Um, these next few months, I'm going to start shadowing a lot of positions in Teamworks um, with our custom success team and see if that's something that I'm passionate about and go from there. But um, th- th- I will for sure find what I'm passionate about in Teamworks and, and, and evolve. I love that. That's great. That's great self-awareness, honestly. And I think it's hard to find 
that balance, especially um, more so at a junior level when you are in these rotational programs. And, you know, sometimes you don't have a say, like the sales roles would have opened up for you and you had to make that decision. Um, but I, it's great that you're able to maintain perspective on what your mandatories are, like what your priorities are in the workplace. So um, I think that's really just great to have early on. Um, so you went through this program. I would love to wrap up with your knowledge to share. So if I'm a current student athlete listening to this, and I'm going to a company that does not have an amazing program like Teamworks, and I think all of them should have it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, there's, there's no system in place. What right. should I be focusing on in my first six months to a year to transition, to, to smooth my transition to the workplace? All right. Um, first off, let me just give a little um, little little marketing thing here going off the Teamworks. We are taking another Teamworks Academy class in January. Hey. Um, so, yeah, so if you're listening to this hey, and no. you are a student athlete, um, two years removed from, your, from graduation, um, go to Teamworks.com and apply for Teamworks Academy. Um, we're looking at resumes now and we're bringing in a January class. So... Uh, with that said, um, if you are transitioning into the corporate world and, you, and there is not a program like the Academy, I'm going to go back on confidence. Just talk to yourself nice. I think that's the best thing you could do because it, it is, it, it can be scary. It can be a daunting task. But if you fill your head up with, I can do this, I belong here, I'm built for this, I'm made for this, and just building up your self-confidence, it's nothing that you won't be able to do at, at the corporate level. Um, and treat every day of those six months of those first few months like an interview process. Yeah, you might have got your foot in the door, but now show them why they need to keep you there. Um, I know a lot of people say it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. But I believe it's about what those people know about you. Ooh. Yeah, you can know it. You can know a lot Hold of people. <laughs> Yeah, you can know a lot of people, but what are they saying about you? So I think you need to go in there and show your best skills, your best traits, and just put it all out there on the line and, and make sure they look at you and, and like, yeah, we made the right decision by bringing you to this company. I just think that's the best thing that they could do, anyone can do. All right. Thanks for listening into this episode. In the meantime, we want to hear from you. Stay connected. Leave us a comment on Apple podcast, DM us or contact us on our website. Whatever is easiest. We want to know your feedback and what questions you have. Otherwise, we'll be back soon with more athletes, more perspectives and more pro tips on the way.